Welcome to the Peach and Black Podcast, your central place to hear unofficial news and intelligent discussion on all things happening in the Prince world. Featuring the hosts, MC. He's going for goals. this track. The Captain. If anyone knows me, I love 80s classic rubbish pop. Player. It's kind of interesting where he was at that point in any, any flight. OJ. The word I've got here circled is sap. It's just sappy. And other special guests. Oh, I love it. Hello, and welcome back to the Peach and Black podcast. This is MC, your host, and back with the entire panel, Toe Jam Player Captain. How are you guys going? Good, good. Good! Yeah. Alright, back for another show, and something very, very interesting this time. We haven't done this before. We may or may not do this again. Who knows? But what we're doing today, apart from having a discussion about something specific, is we're throwing out a challenge. The Peach and Black podcast is throwing out a challenge. A throwdown. Permission, <laughs> should you choose to accept it. <laughs> <laughs> the first experience is, uh, this is the challenge. The challenge is to Prince, Prince, play the opera house. The Sydney Opera House, to be specific. It's in Australia. But wait for it. There's more. Prince, to play the Sydney Opera House, whether it's a gig or two gigs or a residency, etc. But this is the obvious, the obvious strings attached part. Uh, with full orchestral symphonic accompaniment and a show designed with that in mind, which you probably obviously have to do can you imagine i'm having a hard time thinking about this at the moment guys <laughs> you want to help me out with your thoughts about about that i mean i just i'll, I'll preempt this by quickly before we go into that what what inspired me to, to think about this was two things number one he did an interview in paris recently where he was talking about why he played at the um uh Grand Palais. The Palais, Grand Palais, the Grand Palace in in Paris, in France. Um, And during that interview, he mentioned something about the aesthetics and the history of the building and and that it's a great place to play. It gives a great vibe and atmosphere, etc. And architecturally, it's just a brilliant place. And he he obviously fell in love with it, um, or at the very least, really, you know, connected with the structure, the building, the environment. Um, And point number two was just thinking about Prince at this stage in his career and what he's achieved, which is insurmountable and, uh, you know, it's barely possible to wrap your head around, you know, what he's contributed to popular music, culture, etc. But one of the things that he definitely hasn't explored is the incorporation of live strings. And it may be a conscious thing, it may be, it's obviously by choice, or it might be just, you know, he's had no inclination or hasn't really given it much thought. He just never um, got around to it. He's a busy guy. Who knows? <laughs> he's obviously doing a lot but of But he's things. got forever. <laughs> that would... Whoa. Hey, you brought up a great song. That would sound amazing with orchestral accompaniment. There we go. And the thing is, um, you know, on, on a, a, a quick tangent here, while I was thinking about, you know, things that he hasn't done and arrangements to his music and things that he hasn't done live with his songs, not only orchestral accompaniment, but let's just throw Claire Fisher in the mix for a second because how many classic Prince songs have just subliminal and subliminally arranged 
string and orchestral work by Claire Fisher and, and Prince, uh, Prince's involvement there as well. I mean, can you imagine? Can you simply imagine? So I'll throw it to the floor. Has anyone got any, uh, any, any thoughts about this, about the challenge that we're throwing out? I think it's a it's an ideal venue for Prince in terms of a, a residency. Um, I've spoken to you guys about this before, but there's in the Opera House there's a main concert hall, so like you could stage a, a major concert in this concert hall. But not only that, there's other um, stages and and um, and things inside the Opera House as well. There's an opera theater, a drama theater, a little studio. So, I mean, he's it's actually a recording studio. So. Yes, that's right. So there's a ma- there's a main hall, and then you can get these little other places. See, if he wanted to do after shows, he could base himself similar to the London gigs where he performed at O2 Arena and then did Indigo Club. He could do a similar thing in the Opera House, and also to like um, you said, there's a a world class recording facility. So not only can he record there at his will, but all these um, rooms are, are fed into this um, studio, so any gigs that he does, he can record it. So he can basically ba- base himself there and do a residency, and it'd be pretty pretty good. What's yeah. the seating capacity of the main hall? Uh, it's about two and a half thousand, two thousand six hundred. That's intimate. He yeah. could sell out a, little, a fair few shows. Oh yeah, you could he, you could do sell out, do ten sell do out ten. Anything. That'd be good. At least. And, and announce them three days before, too. <laughs> exactly. That's the way. <laughs> it'd, it'd probably work, you know. Um, yeah. Tajem, have you got any thoughts about just straight off the bat about this, this idea of, of Prince performing well, with fools, you know. Fools I think it's a great idea. And I was just thinking, could you imagine hearing his, you know, his rendition of The Question of You slash The One that he's been playing for the last couple oh. of years? Could you imagine hearing that with... Oh. The keyboard strings with a real orchestra playing all those those lines in the background. That just oh god! Silence. I've just been thinking about it. And I'm like, man, that would just be that would just as Captain would say, blow my head off. I've almost got <laughs> I've almost got tears in my eyes thinking about the beginning of and and coda of question of you. Like um, you know the oh. way you did the question of you on the new tour. New tour, exactly. Sit down and all the strings, you know, the sample strings that come in. You imagine hearing oh, that. God. I've got chills up my spine right now <laughs> thinking about it because it's so, such a, I think his, a lot of his music is so powerful in and of itself and especially when, you know, he, he incorporates and arranges strings and, you know, Claire Fisher comes into the picture. But hearing that live, I mean, can you, let's forget about us for a second. I could imagine it would be a huge, Buzz for him to hear his music mm. played by by a full orchestra. It'd take some time to get it all transcribed and everything else, but it'd be amazing. It would, but I mean, the possibilities are endless. I, like, I think uh, you should hire a um, professional, you know, arranger, orchestral arranger, to help yeah. him out with that, and you know, get Claire if you can. But if for whatever he can't, you know, there's other people that could do. Like could could transcribe Claire's material and rework it for the gig for this for the um the occasion. And but he would undoubtedly have to be involved. Oh yeah, every, absolutely. Oh, but just yeah. someone that has the, the knowledge of you know all of the instruments, the range of the instruments, the this kind of thing. Yeah. I just thought of the song. Uh oh. This is the song. Uh oh. I'm not gonna say the morning after. Don't worry. <laughs> 
apart from it? having the, the 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 symphony orchestra there, have a choir, and do would stand all time. Oh man! It would just kill everyone in the hall. Oh, and I would be there dead as well. Oh God! <laughs> and you can do the ladder. Oh, as well. Do the ladder. Kill- as well oh, there. oh no! Hey, imagine this one: the ladder. With the entire orchestra behind him, him just in the front playing acoustic piano and singing it. No <laughs> way! Yeah, I love the, the uh, Love Sexy rehearsal oh, with the orchestra. How orchestra good was that? You are killing me. <laughs> and a proper acoustic piano, not one of those, you know, like um, keyboard sample pianos. Mm. It'd be so Holy good, but cow. you could. He could go. The I was just thinking, it could end up a show full of ballads, which is not exactly what you want. No, I mean, that's fine. He, I mean, that he, could is do, he could do a lot fine. of stuff off parade. It'd be nice. It, life can be so nice. It'd be good. He could do mountains. He wants mountains. He can do mountains. Mountains with a full orchestra. He can do sometimes it's that would angle. be a mountain of a song. He can do um, "Do You Lie" because that's a good song. <laughs> and I think that's <laughs> the, the song that's got piano accordion in it, so it fit in great. I'm I'm gonna put since we're going straight into songs and not discussing anything else right now, I'm getting completely ahead of it and, and excited by the whole thing. I'm just gonna put my song in and um I don't think anything if anyone tops this opening song, I will be very, very surprised. And it's a song very close to my heart. Probably my top ten Prince songs. Nah, probably. Easily in my top ten Prince songs of all time. <gasps> Wedding Feast. <laughs> Arms of Just Orion. spoiled the mood. <laughs> it is, imagine, just can you possibly imagine opening up the Sydney Opera House with a full orchestra to Crystal Ball. <laughs> that would just... I, there's no... There are no words... To describe that and, and that beginning bit, like, can you imagine sitting in the audience and that starts up? You would lose Lights go down. Your f- yes, you would lose your mind. <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, this idea has the potential to, you know, to uh, blow everyone's head off. <laughs> no, no, but li- like literally creating some of the greatest, not only Prince shows, but just amazingly powerful, intimate pieces of. Of, of orchestral pop music in a sense of of just of ever of all time it is ridiculous to, it's a huge it'd be a huge task uh, and I don't know if it's I'm not saying this as a as a token to or as a, as a kind of um, influencer of uh, to, to print himself or anything but I don't know do, do you guys think it's the task is too great in the sense that to, to really do it right. No, I think a lot of other bands have done it, a similar kind of thing. But, you know, from our point of view, at least, Prince has the material that would just take, you know, it would just, it would be more than a pop star with an orchestra behind it. Oh, yeah. It would just, it would, you know, it would really show a lot of people the complexity of his compositions, I think. And, and for him, that would be a, um, you know, a good shot in the arm. Three chains of gold. Oh no! <laughs> Those guitar <laughs> solos with an orchestra and and a choir, oh, choir. Yeah. and a choir. God's sake! That, I, wonder this how is... sexy, I wonder how sexy MF would translate to. <laughs> 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 I like to hear that. 
Uh, do you know what would be? I think would be really interesting and, and very vibrant. And texturally, would be would be just out of this world. Is "Love to the Nines. Mm. I think that could be arranged. That would be good. so well. One of the best songs on that album. Yeah, and probably for me, one of the best Prince songs. It's just that part. That, that, oh, those lines towards the end, and the, just the layering, of, and the the muted trumpets. Oh, yeah, and the, yeah, he's. The, oh, I know taking the sidetrack, but the the um horn arrangements and playing on the cymbal album is just like ear candy mm. it's it's amazing but yeah hearing that would be would be ridiculous um ready for uh, another, you ready for another one <laughs> you're killing me Don't are, you <laughs> are you ready adore full virgin oh, oh god yeah. i can't believe i didn't think of it sublime that would be there's there are no words to explain what that would translate into and you can't forget, you know, the obvious. You got to do Purple Rain. Purple Rain, yeah. But course. it would be just, yeah. I mean, you've got the 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 one on the album. It's got the the string thing. But I reckon, I, I reckon he would tear up. He would tear up singing the first few bars of that. Like, can you imagine that behind you? Mm, the emotion for a yeah. performer. Yeah, I mean, this is ridiculous. I'm um, going to throw another one in there right now, oh, oh, and okay. this is the one that um, this is probably the closest song he's ever done to this kind of concept. Uh, and that is Alexa de Paris, the B-side to... Uh, was it? <laughs> You're yeah. killing us now. I'm going to leave. I'm, I'm leaving the show. <laughs> like, this is too much to take. That, I think, is basically just Sheila E on drums and orchestra and Prince on guitar, right? And then maybe the Revolution as well. Whew. Again, oh, like, that, this kind of thing takes that Revolution sound and adds that orchestra to it, really uh, exemplifies his ability to... Uh, his compositions, the complexities, <sighs> again... I can't, I can't fathom <laughs> Alexa de Paris. <laughs> I can't do it. Bring Sheila E down as well. What what yeah, track right. would you pick off Lotus Flower? Anyone? Mm, if you had to, I'm going to say Boom. I was thinking Boom as well, even though I don't really like that song. It would fit in that. Imagine like the you know the strings doing these really attacking boomy like I don't know what you call them. Stabs. Boomy thing stabs. Yeah. <sighs> I can't. I can't do, imagine col- that. Even though I don't like it, Colonized Mind could sound great. Actually, with, that with could, an orchestra, yeah, the, with the right orchestra, with the right arrangement, eerie, it could be great. Or love like an, jazz, an eerie like jazz. minor key kind of thing. And money, you got to do money. Jeez, come on, a song on there. <laughs> you know well, what? I'm it, just. Uh, you know what's even better is that um, the even though as beautiful as the Paris building is. This is more purpose-built, and the, the acoustics would suit it more, and it's more sort of suited to that. By far. I mean, the Sydney Opera House is, is one of the great opera houses... In the world. And not only for its aesthetic inside and, and acoustically, but, you know, it's a landmark. It's just a landmark building. Um, and, and the fact that it's not only... Uh, an opera house, but you've got all these other facilities inside there makes it makes it just. And you guys, I mean, have, if you were going to do it, that's the place to do it. Do it oh, right. Yeah. If you're going to do it, do it right. <laughs> and have you guys been up like right up to like the northern end where it's all like purple plush? It's like it's carpeted. Mm, yeah, yeah. Wall, and it is purple. purple. <laughs> yeah, it's it is like royal purple. <laughs> it's fit for, a, fit for a prince. A big symbol on one of the sails. Oh <laughs> god. 
They do it with a light. They do it with a light. Yeah. They could do it with a light. It'll be like the and then they could do like um. The whole opera house will be purple at night. It'll oh, look so imagine? good. Imagine how good would that look? That would look ridiculous. And they'll do the pylons of the bridges as well with the symbol as well. Oh yeah. <sighs> yeah. Fireworks. I just thought of another song. Actually, two songs. <sighs> the most beautiful girl in the world. That would would be good it live. Yeah. And goal could be good. Oh, but goal. We, but but <laughs> MC. Endorphin machine. <laughs> he, he can't pull it off. He can't do that. Dolphin, dolphin. How? Dolphin could be good too. Dolphin. Oh, there's like too many. I'm just imagining. We've got to stop. We'll be here for seven I'm hours. I'm just imagining all the rearrangements. Like, <laughs> it's just crazy to me. But, yeah. Well, <laughs> one other thing as well. We know Prince loves to own venues. We, he, you know, he's always finishing his shows with, this is my house now kind of thing. Mm. Now, mm. currently, you I don't know, but in terms of pop music, you'd probably say the Crowded House owned the Opera House. So, yep. Prince, here's your chance to come down yeah. and, and blow the Crowded House out of there. Yes. But technically, they didn't play inside the house. Yeah, well. Mm, on the set, up steps. Full so. court. Yeah. Just, yeah. I just thought of another song. Another song. <laughs> this this song was designed to be, to be done in the Opera House. Track uh, eight on Come, Solo. <laughs> Imagine him with one spotlight. That's it. Singing yeah, that. That's, that would just the power of that would probably take the cake over everything else. But that would just what the, what's the, the likelihood you could ever see. The the thing for me uh, that would be really really interesting, and and it's I don't know. It's it's kind of a, a strange choice. It, it might not be as exciting as what everyone else is, is coming up with, but I reckon the beautiful ones. If it w- it could just turn it into a huge, lush, mm. very powerful number. Um, no, that's a, that's a great that, one. That's I think great. That would come across really well. Nothing a lot compares the, a lot to the, you. A lot of the Purple Rain stuff has got strings here and there, but I think that pretty much any of the songs on the album would be good. How how I reckon it would it could it would take Raspberry Beret through to the stratosphere. I just thought of another one. Oh yeah, take, take me with you. Yeah. Oh, take me with you. Wow. Instead of that yeah. synth synth yeah. orchestra part at the start, having the that, would, that would be the definitive take me with you version. Yeah. And like big timpanis going. Actually, I think the one that would blow me away would be um, the first minute of Condition of the Heart. I'm off the show. Oh yeah. I'm off the show. That's done. That's done. Prince playing the piano with all the orchestra stuff happening in the background. Oh, oh my god! Because <laughs> it's it's just it's crazy to think like this would this would never happen, right? No. So here's the challenge for him. But seriously, do, do you know? It would be so. I I, I don't know. I just it, I'm running out of superlatives to describe uh, the effect because I think what told you what you said earlier. His a lot of his music is so perfect and his arrangements and his compositions are so perfect for this type of thing and you know he could really do something different and new with his career with his back catalogue you never know what this could do to, to, to his career to his inspiration to right. the material that he's doing to the interaction with orchestras and, and you know what they call serious mm. mu- serious music I mean um, the, the, the artist that the artist that, that is kind of, 
I hate using the word pop and zapper in the same sentence because it's kind of redundant. Uh, but uh, when I mention the name Frank Zappa, there's someone who actually obviously composed um, four symphonies, so mm-hmm. it's slightly different. But I'm, I'm a huge Zappa fan, and I have to be honest with everyone that Zappa enters my mind from time to time. And, you know, Prince is, Prince is definitely a genius. That that term is thrown around so loosely nowadays, but there's no there's no um, disputing that. And, and I think as was Zappa, and, and every time I listen to, to a Zappa symphony or, or, or anything similar, I always think, you know, what would Prince song sound like? So that's also another inspiration for, for where this idea came from. So the challenge is out there. Can, <laughs> can Prince do it? Would he ever do it? It would, it would be sublime. One, one more before we go. When two are in love, that could, just, be nice. oh my, mm. oh that could be nice. That could be really nice. But I mean, even even things like somewhere here on Earth. Oh yeah, mm. you positivity, could, positivity. Oh, I wish you heaven. Did you notice? Pretty much <laughs> everything we said is like pre, like before about ninety five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wish you heaven. That oh, that I'm going to have night, nightmares tonight. Just, just. <laughs> nightmares? That'll be the best dreams you've ever had. No nightmares of it not happening. Like, because oh. you think everyone, every time someone mentions as a song, I'm like, oh, it'll never happen. But it would just, it would change the world. <laughs> That's how big of this <laughs> it would idea change is. The world. It's amazing. It's just ridiculous. Uh, they, well, actually, here's a here's a song that they did in Montreux and a song that, again, we've said it time and time again during this, this episode. You know what it's going to be, don't you? Does it start with an E? <laughs> it does. It does start I know with what an it is. E. Empty. <laughs> With a full orchestra backing, oh my! Dot 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 dot. Can you, it's it's just unfathomable. Unfathomable. There there are probably they probably just there's some stuff of love sexy that you could do glam slam. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff insatiable. Pink cash, uh, scandalous, oh, scandalous. Yeah, Come I on. mentioned that. Scandalous, yeah. insatiable for sure. But still would stand all time. You you killed me with that, that one, is, Captain. A, that, that's one of my favorite songs. And there was actually one of the love see after shows. It does turn into this big gospel thing. Yeah, and that would just kill me if I actually saw that. How about this? And don't think about. Don't think about this song as it's performed on the B-sides. Think about a completely different kind of, not big band, but big, big arrangement of Power Fantastic. I was just about to say that. <laughs> yeah. It's over. Like, mm. he's done it. He's, he's killed the opera house. He's killed the world. And that comes out, like, on DVD. He's imagine. killed the world. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only it. one left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that this isn't such a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> the destruction of the universe. <laughs> uh, all right, let's let's make some, let's make it interesting, um, and, and just finish out with because, I, I mean, we could we could talk about songs all night, but everyone out of ten, well, let's do it as a percentage, hundred percent meaning he's doing it. Chances of Prince accepting this challenge, taking on something like this, doing something amazing with his back catalogue, doing something unprecedented, but- pioneering. But not accepting the challenge because he offered it because he wants to do it. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't want to. You wouldn't. You wouldn't want anyone doing that. You'd, you'd want him to be 
to be wanting to explore. How about this? His own volition. This is this is really the the, the challenge. The challenge is to explore the the um, the horizons and the 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 limits to stretch the boundaries and the limits of your own compositions and of your own music. Mm. It, it just it's don't you how how do you picture Prince walking into the Sydney Opera House for the first day of rehearsals if that's where they're doing it, for example, and the bands there, you know, the, the arrangers are there and. Can you, like the dynamics of that situation seem so odd to me. I couldn't see him doing it. Like he's a master musician, he's a genius artist, but he, he he's not in the realm of classical mus- musicians or composers. He he's not in that world. I wonder what the interaction would be like. It's fascinating. It would be very fascinating. I wonder has he ever even thought about that? I mean, I'm I'm sure I'm sure he has some sort of appreciation or at least respect for classical music. Yeah, well, before I think it was the Diamonds and Pearls shows, he was paying. He was playing. Was it was it Anthony? Oh, what was his name? There was this classical composer, and he was playing his music before the Diamonds and Pearls shows in Europe. Hmm. It was I think it was something. Uh, Andre, Wallen, Andre, Andre, yeah, yeah. Wallen Vider or something like that. Yeah, yeah he's uh, okay. cool. That guy. Okay. He's really really cool. Yeah. He released some great albums. Really, so really cool. he he does listen to it. Yeah, but he says more like new age, mm. like new age that sort of stuff. Is it Andrew Anthony? I think it's, no, it's An- a- Andrew Wallen Vider. No, Wallen Wider. Andreas. Andreas. Yeah. Anything of emancipation? <laughs> style. I love style or joint the joint. They could oh, be Holy River. somehow interesting. Holy River would be nice. Holy uh, River would be crazy. Saviour Saviour Or the yeah, plan yeah. And something off um, The truth would be oh, good Actually too. You know that part in Saviour It goes da, 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 And then there's You can actually hear The orchestra, orchestral bits In the background Yeah That would just blow Everyone's And then the trumpets Fugu horns French horns Be crazy My percentage of him If this If this would ever happen Yeah is probably about forty percent. Oh, that's. I was going to say about seven percent. Though I would love it to happen, I don't think it will. I think him and his ego, letting other people transcribe his work, even if he's there. I don't know if he could get past that, and I think he'd be out of his depth. Don't you guys think that to some to some that, degree that that not challenging yourself in that way? I mean, here. Uh, uh, Look, I hate to put words in people's mouth, but I do recall reading interviews, and you never know how accurate they are, but Prince actually um, responding to questions and, and saying things like, you know, um, a, a, one, a single musician or a single person can only master so many notes, or so many styles or whatever, or, you know, there's only so much that, that everyone can do. That's not to say that you just, you know, rest on your laurels, but I kind of agree with him that... that you know, the, it's not limitless. An artist's capacity is not limitless. Mm. Everyone has boundaries and etc. But this is definitely something he hasn't explored. But you think about how many arrangements he has on his songs, Claire Fisher or not, um, and all the how many orchestral arrangements you could add to pieces. Like, we're thinking mm. of songs that would sound great, probably because they already do. But imagine all the songs that you could add or, or rearrange. It's just... 
it's another world to explore. And mm. personally, if I was a, if if I was a musician with his back catalogue, God, if I was a musician just with B sides disc three, that'd be enough for me to <laughs> to be inspired enough to explore those kinds of possibilities. You know, I think That's he exciting. is physically capable of doing it. He he's he can do it. He could do it, but I just don't know if he would because he thinks. He, he might not be able to and he doesn't want to do something that he might fail at and then think oh, he, he just want to do things that he knows he can do yeah I mean fear fear is fear's a powerful powerful thing I'd hope that he wouldn't be too, too scared to attempt something like this well I'd be worried that he wouldn't see it as being um, he wouldn't be able to capitalise on it as much as he could doing another hits kind of tour and yeah. that's not to say that's not to say that he's selling out by any means, but I think he might look at it and go, "Yeah, I could do that," but you know, there's really not the market for it at the moment. And I just hope I hope he doesn't think like that. Well, if 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 that was his if that's his thought process, I'd ask him this: Would Miles Would Miles Davis consider the market before he went in and recorded his next album? <laughs> exactly. Hell no. There's a question. Miles, I don't think that'd even enter Miles' mind. Miles did whatever the fuck he wanted to do. Whenever he wanted to do it. <laughs> and, and those, and those are his words. <laughs> yeah. And actually, Miles Ma- did do a similar thing. Uh, he did a reunion concert in the, just before he died uh, with Quincy Jones um, doing the orchestra, redoing the orchestral arrangements from stuff he'd done way back. It'd be a shame for Prince to wait that long and yeah. then to be in that position to be considering things like that. And and I, I'm not saying that uh, you know just thinking of things to you know to, to try and tempt him to do to do this. Honestly, it would be a shame. Like when you think about it, and you look at the span of this man's career and his, the breadth of his work, it would be a shame. Especially if he has some sort of inclination to do it. Listen, if he, if if let's be theoretical, if Prince or Prince's people or if anyone associated would listen to this, and and somehow word got back to him and he thought, oh yeah, that's a good idea, but it's not my heart's not really in it, or I'm not really that interested, whatever. But it would be a shame to think that he actually was interested, but there was some, I mean, it's, as terrible as it sounds, some financial restriction to the you know the amount of money you could make. That just sounds. It, well, that is a good well, point, though. I mean, true, symphony orchestras are not cheap. No, they cost a lot of money, but you know, is it is it the art? What's more important? And I hate to bring up Miles again, but I mean that guy. <laughs> it just it wouldn't. I don't think that would enter his mind. Well, Frank Zappa did a lot of shows with uh, that didn't make money. <laughs> Frank Frank Zappa lost money to have orchestras play mm. his you know classical compositions that yeah. he himself wrote. It was never about the commercial decision. It was about the music, about living in the moment, being inspired, but also creating something new and challenging yourself, uh, and pushing the boundaries of your own music and and music in general. Uh, I mean, these are all serious things and serious concepts and discussions, and it almost, I hate to say this, but it almost feels like just going to playing controversy the upteenth time, nothing wrong with that, not that there's anything wrong with that, as enjoyable as it is, but, I mean, you can hear some of the re- reactions in the, in the studio when we when we think about this sort of thing, you know. It's, it's just, I think it would be subliminal and, and so different. But you think about the, if you got the cost of having a symphony orchestra uh, playing with you every night, you you could double. I mean, just say you, you constantly your ticket price was a hundred bucks. You could double to two hundred bucks. 
Well, actually, and we, of course, would go and pay two hundred bucks to see the show. Man, people would. We would pay three hundred, four hundred, but to Australia, would a lot of would a lot of people? That's the question. Mm. I mean, if he didn't make money, I think if he did this just for the enjoyment of doing something different and new and everything else, even if he came off, he, he didn't make any money. He didn't lose any money. He he could be satisfied with what he's done. Even though, even though he didn't yeah. make the money, he didn't lose any either. I think there's a distinction between doing it for the money and making money off of it. If Prince did this theoretically, there is no way that uh, he might. I don't know about making money. I don't. Know, I don't have the. You know, there's no. I'm not talking about figures because we don't have the calculations of, and we can't do the maths. But there's no chance. I mean, if he played ten nights, Sydney Opera House, Prince, Purple, Classic Symphony Orchestra, that would. That would be full. That would sell out. Not only because Australians would go see it in New Zealanders and Asia and people from Asia. The people would travel. Prince fans around the world would travel on a, in a moment's notice. It's the idea and the concept and the. It's just too. Mm. It's too amazing. Is the word to miss? <laughs> it, to, to miss for anyone. So it's not a question of that. He'd yeah, sell out. That's true. He'd, you'd you'd he'd get all Europeans. Out. You'd get everyone coming you'd over. You'd get for everyone. You, do you know who you'd get? You would get people who only listen to classical music probably attending the shows. This could o- open up his music to to more serious study by those people, to more serious appreciation by people that do that. I mean, the, the avenues—it's almost—it's almost too good to be true, isn't it? The the, the kind of considering the, what we're the, ab- the markets would open up just by doing that. Yeah. Ah, oh. it's it's just crazy. I can't. <laughs> It's unfathomable. I don't know. I'm a seven percent captain's forty, and I'm surprised that it's that high. Toe Jam player? Any percentages? I was um, going to say about ten percent. Uh, I'd love to see him do it. It would be awesome, and I think, you know, I think he would enjoy it, and I think um, that he would appreciate it as well. But I don't know. I just I don't see him doing it, but I would love to see him do it. I'm in the same boat. So we've got seven percent and ten percent. And, and 40. Are you still at 40, Captain? Uh, I'm, I still am, actually. I'm just thinking back to all the experimental things he has done. And why wouldn't this be one of them? He did because... Madhouse. He did Muse. He did Expectation. He's, and every album mostly has been totally different from the last one. He's always looking at the next thing, something different. I think and, it could happen. And if he's listening to this... 40 might be too high, but... If he's listening and thinking, oh, I've already done Kama Sutra, then you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll vouch for that. Okay, to answer that, Kama Sutra is an album. It's a studio album. That's not a live concert. Yeah. And the other thing is if... And, and all I doubt- those tracks, well, I won't say anything about that. <laughs> I doubt, I doubt Prince would, would, would think this, but if anyone listening is thinking, oh, classical music, what are you guys even talking about? First of all, we're talking about classical music <laughs> and we're also talking about not only um, classical music from from you know hundreds of years ago but also contemporary classical music you know cl- it, depending on people's conceptions I mean you mentioned a a, um, a, a a brilliant composer like for example Philip Glass just comes to, to name instantly oh yeah <laughs> um, I mean that's that stuff some of his stuff is otherworldly it's not of this earth it's just ama- the composition some of his, that guy's compositions are amazing um it's a serious field, and it's not 
old. It's as current as and as modern and should be appreciated far more than it is. And um, and I can't think of too many. I can't think of too many other artists that I would. And I think he w- that would do it. And I think he would bring something completely different to it. You know because. You know, you you too could go in and go, oh yeah, let's get a you know symphony orchestra and let's do the thing and here's the transcriptions and yeah, sounds great. But that's the thing; like, it would just sound like you two with an orchestra with behind them. Orchestra. But with Prince's stuff, it has the potential that you could really do some crazy, awesome stuff with it. Yeah, some s- s- things that <laughs> just mind blowing. It really is mind blowing to think. I mean, if he's listening to this, if he heard this, and it, maybe honestly, he's never even had the idea or the inclination or the will. Maybe he hasn't, but if he's listening to this, I, I, I'd be. It'd be far fetched to think you wouldn't think to yourself. Let's do it. Let's let's go for it. Let you know. Let's take that risk. Let's take the challenge and let's push the limits, the upper limits of what's possible. Um, it's definitely something to explore. I mean, talking about the 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 stool episode of the French TV show he was on. Doing this, he can sit on the stool the whole show. Doesn't have to worry about his hips at all. Oh, that, that's the deal clincher right there, Captain. <laughs> that's it. He's, it's on. It's on, yeah. I got another one. Uh, join repetition. Oh. Oh, oh easy. That, that got me. <laughs> that, that. That, you know, 15 minutes, just that song. Oh, my God. Just, just imagine, play. like, the, the sort of, you know... Uh, Erotic, um, Asian-y kind of drums starting, and then the strings with that seeping kind of those chords. Oh man, <laughs> it's just—it's tear-inducing stuff in the best possible way, isn't it? I mean, really, guys, like seriously, what? I mean, what do you? It's like, what do you do after this? Mm-hmm. You make a you compose classical music, <laughs> but no, it's, oh, I don't know what to say. What, bit, what, uh, what, what's players' percentage? Uh, look, it's really hard to say. I'd go 50-50, but... 50-50? Well, I mean, like... I know we're saying Sydney Opera House because one is closer for us. and Yeah. But, I mean, it's an amazing venue. It it, it has everything going for it for, for him and all that. If um, you're going to choose an opera house and you're going to choose a city and an environment... Mm, mm. Definitely. But, I mean, it, it'd be... Like you guys said, it'd be a great shame. It, let's just say he doesn't do necessarily Sydney Opera House, but if he doesn't do some sort of live interpretation of his work with an orchestra, like anywhere in the world, somewhere, sometime, at any time, yeah, it's it's begging to be done. So I, I, I would just like him to to see him do it, yeah. full stop. So, but I think the Opera House is the ideal venue for it. Um. You know, it's it, it ma- magical. It doesn't have to be just necessarily him and an orchestra. You know, you can have a bit of the MPG in there, but just to have it, it just sound a lot, a lot more fuller, and it would just be wonderful. Michael B in the Opera House, oh. holy, holy moly! The <laughs> wow. thunder, the thunder of those drums in Which the Opera is, House. What would produces just kill a bigger me. sound? Michael B's drums or the entire, however many <laughs> exactly. pieces? His kick drum, which wow. you wouldn't even hear the orchestra. <laughs> wow, and 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 then you know, uh, Princess, and on the organ we got. Well, he could actually play a real. <laughs> he could play a church organ in the bloody opera house. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Cathedral yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, what I think would be really cool would be Vicky waiting. Oh yeah, 
You know he's got, do, he's got to do arms of Ryan. It's made for it. <laughs> it's perfectly made. Is, here it is. Said in the Batman review, the arms of Orion would actually sound all right if it was a real orchestra. Yeah, if it was a real orchestra, exactly. It would sound a lot better. Uh, how about God? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, that's that's this is not normal now. Okay, I think um, we need to just stop now and before we draw all the oh keyboards and electric God, I've ourselves. got it. I've got it. <laughs> Closes out with another lonely Christmas. I don't think I'll never do that. that no, but unless think it's December, it. unless it's the December, <laughs> it's never going to yeah, happen. Two months. Another lonely Christmas. He God. doesn't. He doesn't celebrate Christmas. He'll never do it. Well, he doesn't have to to sing that, really, because it's not, you know, the, the song is not really about Christmas at all. So. Yeah, true. True, true. No words. I've got no words. Oh, okay, so there we go. <laughs> all right. <laughs> the challenge is out. Prince to play the Sydney Opera House with full classical symphonic accompaniment, arrangement, brilliance. You heard it. It's got purple... It's one of the most amazing-looking buildings anywhere. It's architecturally insane. The acoustics are brilliant. It's got a recording studio. It's in one of the greatest cities in the world. Think about the, I mean, the great number. Think of about us. Restaurants, the ven, you know, just Sydney in general is a city. He's been here before. He's got to have an opinion about it. But just imagine the harbour. People walking up the steps, at, at, you know, at a distant purple glow and dim lights people walking in um, you know poster everywhere etc you walk in and the stage set up you could do something magical with this with the stage set up as well you and then just imagine a really princely vibe atmosphere in the opera house in the opera, it's, in just, the it's opera designed house. for it here's yeah. here's something that's that sent more chills up my spine thinking about it than anything we've discussed all night imagine this happened and this is what I want you guys to imagine. The first 60 seconds of the show from the period that Prince actually walks on stage. The, the hairs on my back have never stood up this, this much. Like, I reckon it would just be like a 20-minute standing ovation before they even played oh, I was just note. thinking that before there was a single note, before he said a word, people would just lose it. They would go... in. Can, the, the noise would be deafening. It, the place would probably blow up. <laughs> The opera house would just melt. Blow up. The it roof, into the the roof would harbor. fly. No, really. Can you, can, can you imagine his face? He, he'd be hard-pressed not to just... He'd probably lose it himself. Like, he, he constantly talks about being inspired and going for the vibe. The Grand Palais, if you like that, that pales in comparison to the reception he would get at the Sydney Opera House or any other opera house playing something similar to what we discussed. You know, and it doesn't have to be the, the set list, but the actual, the concept itself. It's almost, oh, what do you, how, how, how could you not do it? <laughs> do you I'm, know sure, what I mean? I'm sure I could give us 10 reasons why not right now. Yeah, number one, oh, because you guys said it. I won't do it just because you guys mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> because I That's don't want it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you know, the other thing is that, you know, we, we bring up this, this, this concept as a hypothesis as an, as an idea but the funny thing is I can't even imagine it like I can imagine the, the concept to a degree but I can't even see it happening what would it sound like what would it look like what would it feel like well hopefully we'll get the chance to see 
How would the Sydney? How would the Sydney Opera House or any other location? Like, imagine the person. Imagine he does ten nights wherever, and then someone, (laughs) some other artist, any other artist, plays the night after after that. Like, you'd just be hard pressed not not to bother, wouldn't you? (laughs) (laughs) It'd be it'd be insane. And you know what? For anyone that's listening, get on the forums. Get on the Peach and Black forums. Peachandblack.proboards.com. Sign up. We'll make a little area about what people would love to hear, maybe. Maybe we can do that. Who knows? Um, and, yeah, just think about your, you know, dream set list. What? <laughs> oh, God. She gave her angels. Goodbye. Oh, oh goodbye. Poom, poom. <laughs> God, if it's... If we go on crystal ball, crucial, the guitar with the... Oh. Oh, 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 what a way to end the show. What a way to end the show. Crucial. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I can't even think about this anymore. I can't even think about it anymore either. <laughs> this is probably the greatest idea since... Uh, since, I don't know, since, since, I since the invention of the light bulb. <laughs> 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 this is... If Edison... This, was, this would have been his next idea right after he invented the light bulb. <laughs> Friends playing with a fork. <laughs> but the, you know what the most the amazing thing is about this, I think, is not everything else that we've said, but the fact that Prince actually interacting with... And this might be the reason why he doesn't want to do it, because he wants to do everything himself, but... Um, why well, he wouldn't want to do this, maybe, but... I don't know, just... Him constructing a show... Can you imagine the, the options? As an arranger? You bring your music in, and you've got, like, 48 or however many pieces... To play with, I mean, it'd almost be like walking into a candy store for some artists. Uh, not for many, but I think he's, he'd be one of them. It's mind-boggling. It's mind-blowing, even without... Oh, oh, what, what? What would you... I, I, can't, I can't take it. I'm, guys, I'm done. If anyone's want to say anything about brain this... Aneurysm. This is a challenge, but it'll probably go unnoticed, and it would be, it would be the biggest shame if he didn't explore. Any, even even a single aspect of that, whether he does it or not, but it would be a shame not to think about it. Don't you guys think? Absolutely. Yeah. Prince, have a little think, and then the upper house. That's all you got to do. Can I say one more before we sign out? Mm-hmm. Old Prince for sale. <laughs> oh, this, this, oh, oh. <laughs> you know what you just did. <laughs> I've just you, kept us going for another five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you just blew my mind. Old friends oh, for sale. My uh, the original version, of course. Yes. Whatever version. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> no jam. We were done. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's speechless. I can't say any more than that. That would just be oh. unbelievable. I think I can hear Toe Jam's music fading in as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> is is that the duck song? <laughs> Actually, you know, I'll just I'll finish on this on a funny note. I um, you won't believe this because it sounds like something I'd make up and then tell you guys. But I'll finish the show with this. I actually had a dream that Prince was playing a show in Paris, and he's playing either "All the Critics Love You" in Paris or um something similar to that. Like it was a funky song, and he starts doing a "Shoot the Duck" chant. <laughs> 
It's a, and it sounded funky. It sounded amazing. Duck. It's like after the Peach and Blake podcast. Imagine that. What would you do, Toe if you heard that? Oh man, He's like just be unbelievable. You would, Toe You would be contacting your lawyer. Yeah. Hey, 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 there we go, there we go. Instead the of the all day, all night chance, instead of the all day, all night chance, he does the shoot the duck chance. Everybody shoot the duck. And then Morris Day comes out. Uh, <laughs> doing the bird. Yes, doing the duck. <laughs> and the gunshots. Oh, man. Yeah, I would spend, like, every day for the next year telling anybody I ever saw. What <laughs> Just random, random people, people in the street. In the street. <laughs> Shoot the dog. Oh, I've got one better for you. Forget the chance. Imagine he just does his rendition of it. He plays. What would you do? You're at the gig and then you just hear either Rhonda or Cora go. And then you just. I, could, I would just want to be there to see Toe Jam's face and he'd just go white. Everyone would go, be screaming and I'd just be there. No one could hear me. I'd be, I wrote that. I wrote that. Everyone's like, yeah. Now, what would actually happen is you'd go white, you'd faint, you'd miss the rest of the gig, <laughs> you wouldn't remember anything, and then we'd record a podcast about it. <laughs> oh, that's a funky track, and we're probably going to leave you with it now. So if Talking anyone's got anything else to say, this is the Sydney Opera House Challenge. It'll never happen, but hey. That's like the biggest loser challenge. This is, I, I've, I've never, rec- I have to leave you with this, guys. I've never recorded a podcast with with the three of you, you know, all four of us talking about this stuff, and ha- and been like just been so emotionally, almost spiritually affected by the thought of something like this. Never in any of the other shows, that even the Montreux review, even the Montreux review, even the Montreux DVD. No, nothing, nothing compares <laughs> to this idea, to that concept. That it's just. Remarkably unbelievable. Even the Planet Earth review? <laughs> Even better than the Planet Earth review, Captain. Oh, wow. That's Never. big. Every time someone throws up a track, and I bet you we're going to be like the next show we do, people are going to go, like, oh, remember that podcast? What about this track? Not this track, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, uh, I don't know. He's it's, been, it's, hey, hey, here's one. The Long and Walking Road. He's <laughs> been playing it. Imagine that with the orchestra. That'd be good, yeah. Be good. But then I, I wouldn't want to hear it because I'd be afraid Paul McCartney would walk in at some point and that would just spoil everyone. <laughs> everyone, It's just spoil the party. But I wouldn't want to hear that because that means there's a Prince song I'm missing. So I don't, mm-hmm. want, any, I don't want any covers. That's true. Protégé is acceptable, yes, for covers, but no one else. I mean, uh, he, he could play, I don't know, he, well, could play, you know what, he could play Cool by the time. That'd be interesting. You know what I think would be amazing? The dance. Oh, oh, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I know Toe Jam loves that song. Yeah, no, we just like, you know, we keep thinking, oh, that's the one we want to hear, and then someone else mentions another one. It's like, oh, of course, of course. He's got too much amazing material to to play with a, with a symphony orchestra. He's just got too much. And like even A Million Days, that'd be... Love Thy Will Be oh, Done. Oh, my God. Love Thy Will Be Done would be excellent. The last December. Mm. Yeah, that'd close it out. That would... Oh, my... Well, I can say I've seen him play it, but with an orchestra, it would be better. Mm. That would be very good. I've seen him stand there with an acoustic guitar and play it, and that was nice, 
but an orchestra, that, that'd be something else. 200 balloons. 17 horns would be blowing. Hey, hey, trust. Trust. <laughs> trust. A medley. 200 balloons and trust. There you go. How good yeah. would that be? <laughs> I've got it. I love you in me. Oh, that that's made for it. That's, that's all it is. It doesn't even have anything else, does it? Seven. It is just instrumental. Seven. Music. Seven. I'm I'm over seven. I don't think he could do anything that'd surprise me with that. Orchestrally? Nah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. And a couple of the remixes have got sort of orchestral things in it. Didn't really. Imagine hearing thirty-one twenty-one orchestrally. <laughs> no thanks. It'd work. It'd work. It might. That's uh, the thing. If he's going to challenge himself, he you know there's a lot that he has orchestra in it, but he could take something that doesn't and. Completely unexpected. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got Man of War. Oh, yeah. That'd be very interesting. There's some stuff on New Power Soul, even. Actually, New Power Soul. <laughs> mm. The first track. There's a few. That'd be brilliant. One song. How about that? Welcome to the Dawn. Acoustic version. With, Look at this. With 68 people. <laughs> We're going to be here all night. <laughs> Come over here. Come over here, Doug. Come over here. I want to teach you a lesson. Come over here, Doug. Come over here, I say. Come over here, Doug. Can't you see my big gun? Come over here, Doug. Say, come over here. Come over here, Doug. I want to teach you a lesson. Come over here, Doug. Come over here, I say. Yeah. 